Welcome to Beyond the News. On Friday, the National Bureau of Statistics accused the Minister of Labour and Employment, Chris Ngigi, of falsehood after the minister claimed the employment index statistics by the NBS was not in line with global standards. In a report published on the 15th of March, the NBS had disclosed that the number of unemployed people in Nigeria had increased by 1.4 million in six months. According to the Labour Force Statistics report, over 2.3 million Nigerians are willing to work but cannot find work as of December 2020. The data also showed that the unemployment rate jumped from 27.1% in the second quarter of 2020 to 33.3% in the fourth quarter. But the drama started on Wednesday when Chris Ngigi claimed that the World Bank said the NBS methodology doesn't conform with the global standard of arriving at such employment index. He even said his ministry would have a virtual meeting of the National Economic Advisory Council with the World Bank to look at Nigeria's modalities for employment statistics data collection. But the NBS wasn't having it. Releasing a statement via Twitter on Friday, the NBS said it had contacted the World Bank and the World Apex Bank denied making such condemnation. So who's lying? The Labour Minister? The NBS? Or the World Bank? Weighing in on this back and forth is Ose Anini, a hotelier and design consultant who also writes political commentary. Here's what he thinks. So I want to start with a quote from George Orwell's book, 1984, um, where he says, the party told you to reject the evidence of your eyes and ears, and that was their final most essential command. And why that sort of resonates with me um, when I look at what's happening with the Ministry of Labor and the Nigerian Bureau of Statistics is that the Buhari administration has a history of ignoring the evidence of our eyes and ears. In December 2018, for instance, just before the 2019 elections, the MBS had said they were going to release a jobs um, a jobs report and we all knew it was going to be bad and what Gaba Shehu, the presidential sp uh, media spokesperson did was come on television and uh, to claim that 12 million jobs had been created by uh, rice farmers association of nigeria he claimed that the president was unhappy with the MBS's reports and had actually called the director general of the MBS, Dr. Yemi Kale, to the to Asu Rock, where Dr. Yemi Kale apologized for his incorrect uh, statistics and promised to fix it. Of course, the DG came out to to deny this ridiculous claim and did indeed publish a report that showed that Nigeria was suffering from really, really poor employment figures. In 2019, again, just before the elections, um, Buhari had one of his very rare media chats and a journalist asked him about um, growing food insecurity and the unemployment figures. And Buhari said, and I quote, you deal with figures and he deals with facts. And, and and that sort of is the problem if I were to sort of like narrow down on the structural problem of this administration and why they are failing. It's that they do not have a true picture of 
how bad things are. And if you don't have a, an accurate diagnosis, you cannot come up with an accurate uh, solution to the problems. Um, so if you're disputing job figures, if you're disputing the size of your GDP, if you're disputing debt, if you're disputing unemployment figures, how are you going to put together a plan to address these figures? How are you going to prioritize um, the allocation of resources, which literally is the role of government? And why why this sort of is concerned, or why this should concern all Nigerians really, is that the National Bureau of Statistics is almost the singular organization that is performing above expe expectation. They are literally a world-class organization to the point where any report released by the MBS is taken as gospel by even members of the opposition. So if the MBS says Nigeria is in a recession, then Nigeria is in a recession. And if the MBS says Nigeria has come out of a recession, no matter how much and the opposition might not like it. It's taken as fact. We don't dispute MBS reports. The MBS tracks consumer spending. It tracks inflation. It tracks food inflation. Of course, it tracks jobs. It also tracks economic growth or regression. It tracks the Nigeria of states. So you can actually look at the states and compare and see which is performing and which is underperforming. It even goes um, to the granular level and not only is not only tracking food prices. Um, of commodities, but also tracks fuel consumption and fuel prices um, on a state-by-state -state level. Um, for instance, uh, I know it tracks capital importation, and it also breaks down the nature of the the reduced amount of import and capital importation or foreign direct investment we get. You know, so capital importation is down, but the little that comes in goes to portfolio investment. So you're not really seeing investment in manufacturing or infrastructure like you would want to see in an economy that is looking to kickstart economic um, growth. And it's in, and again, it goes back to my earlier point. If you don't have the right set of data, you don't have the right report in front of you, you cannot sit down as a government and address the problems the nation is, is, is facing. It, it's worrying. So the, the, the most recent one that the Ministry of Labor tried to do was to say that they have concerns about the methodology around which the National Bureau of Statistics gathers unemployment data. And um, they backed this up by a spurious claim that their concerns were also echoed by the World Bank. Of course, this is incorrect. This is a flat out lie. The MBS responded immediately by calling out the lie. And I want to urge government actors to not erode public confidence in these institutions because it's important that even outside partisan interests, we, we, we sort of still believe that the judiciary is independent. The MBS is not lying to us. The police are our friends. We, we cannot sort of just because of partisan agendas, you know, discredit these very, very important institutions. Institutions. I'll, I'll, I'll try to end again, you know, borrowing from George Orwell's book. If you haven't read, read it, it's a brilliant book, 1984, because it sort of captures uh, what we're going through as a nation today. And I'll end by, by saying, um, George Orwell went on to say that freedom is the freedom to say two plus two makes four. You know, water is wet, stones are hard. Any item that is un, unsupported must bow to gravity and fall down. If we take all of these as truisms, then everything else sort of like radiates from there. And we, we need as a, as a nation, as government, we need to understand that two plus two must always make four. And um, no matter how uncomfortable 
that truth is. If we persist in living in a post-factual world where truth doesn't matter and reality is is what the president wants it to be or what government wants it to be, then we will definitely, definitely be unable to pull this nation out of um, the current downward spiral we seem to be locked, locked into. Thank you for listening to Beyond the News. You can follow us on all social media platforms at Newswire NGR on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Stay in touch for breaking news on www.newswirengr.com. <laughs>